and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. All right, we're here. It's we're the here. Brad and Brit cast, uh, always anxiously awaited by uh, tens of millions of folks every day. And, you know, Brit, it's not like we feel as if we're speaking to those tens of millions. It's a it's a one on one conversation. I'm That's right. You and you and I are having with uh, folks who watch us or are listening to us. So uh, good, good day to you and hope there's some sunshine in your little life in a way that will enhance the world in in your neck of the woods yeah yeah all right i uh i I need to uh apologize here to herschel walker oh i'm sorry for something said on the uh previous brad and britcast i animated i animated that uh, when the initial reports of another woman stepping forward and saying that herschel walker made her get an abortion that because there was no information, at least early on, that he had paid for this one, I I made fun of Herschel and said, well, at least he drove her to the clinic. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, I would like to apologize because it turns out he did pay for this second one. <laughs> well, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. When you uh, make a mistake, you own up to it. Yeah. This woman alleged that Herschel pressured her into that abortion and paid for it after she became pregnant. They had a six-year relationship, and uh, this went on while he was married to his first wife. So this one was way before the previous one. The one that we were just talking about the last few weeks, the one that really broke through, was from 2009. And this was from 1993. 1993. My God, Jennifer Flowers was Paula Jones. We're still coming after Bill Clinton. That's how uh, long ago that was. Kurt Cobain was still alive. Yes. Yes. Uh, God. <laughs> he pressured me into having an abortion and personally ensured that it occurred. He did it by driving me to the clinic and paying for it and sitting out in the car <laughs> while she was inside the clinic. Uh, you know, the, we, we sat in our car during COVID when we'd uh, take our dog to the vet because, you know, they, you know, they would just come out and get your dog uh-huh. and treat the dog. And I feel, you know what? That's okay. But if if you have to sit out in your car while you're forcing a woman to have an abortion, you got some things to think about. Well, my fantasies of of like some video footage of him leafing through a Sports Illustrated have gone up in smoke. I would I would hope the lobby there he was thumbing through a National Geographic or something, but it's not not happening. Right. Oh, he did take her again. Another apology. After it was over, he did take her to the pharmacy to get some prescriptions. And then, and then a frosty. Post- what is what is a good post uh, forced abortion snack? Do you want to take him to Dairy Queen, or where, where do you want to go? Uh, that's that's got Cracker Barrel written all over it. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. <laughs> How about a biscuit? That's got. <laughs> That's got Cracker Barrel written all over it. And, and, and by the way, remember, this story, of course, means nothing in terms of 
moving voters in Georgia. You know that at this point. I mean, it, it's, it, there could be five. There could be one every day until the election. And it's not going to change people's minds, nor is it going to erode the uh, support by the Republican Party for for their uh, disabled candidate, their mentally disabled candidate. Um, so, well, just, you know, now that Lindsey Graham is playing the Rosa Parks card with uh, Herschel Walker, you have seen this, right? No. Herschel, what is it? Herschel Walker could be an inspiration to black children everywhere who grow up and say, I can be a conservative just like him. He has to have said this six weeks ago, two months ago. Uh, well, la- last night at, on the Hannity show, maybe Lindsey Graham, maybe every other young child in America of color might mm. want to be a Republican. If Herschel Walker wins, he's Rosa Parks, Brad, he's Martin Luther King Jr. There he is. His truth is marching on. See, this is the disease. Yeah. This You're seeing the disease right there. When in the world of Trumpism, as predicted beautifully in the past by many great writers, including George Orwell, where you would pervert the language, you know, white is black, up is down, two plus two is five. What do you do when you have a, a candidate who's you know, fully unprepared and, and unfit and intellectually incapable? And we get to say this because we're on a podcast, mentally disabled yeah. and, and not up to the, the, the challenge mm-hmm. and incapable of speaking the English language and any, anything that would even remotely be an example for children out there watching if they're paying attention to uh, the election and uh, kids are into the elections for it now way more than they used to be <laughs> this is uh, a, so, uh, what, so what do you do you say the opposite of what is true and you do it with the, a straight um, face and you do it on fox and the anchors shake their heads they nod along with down it. they go they go right along with it um this is the direct quote from senator lindsey graham from the great state of south carolina and what is this all about? Why Herschel? They're beating all of our guys up. But what about this guy? He changes the entire narrative of the left. We're a party of racists, Sean. Me and you are racist. The Republican Party is racist. Well, what happens when the Republican Party elects and nominates Herschel Walker, an African-American, a black Heisman Trophy winner, right? Olympian. It destroys the whole narrative. Is it, really? Yeah. Okay. You know, that that's one step beyond the the great canard, the great lie, the bullshit line that no one ever said who was a Democrat, but it was hurled at. Well, you got Obama. You finally got one. How come he didn't fix racism? You know, Mm -hmm. that whole routine. Because he promised he would. Don't forget, Obama Obama promised he was going to fix racism, and he didn't do it. I forgot that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He he said he was going to fix it, and he didn't do it, Brad. Yeah. So, so the Republicans go out and find a guttural illiterate, the most famous guy in Georgia, possibly, maybe the most recognizable figure, certainly among people over the age of, what, 45? Well, no, Ty- Tyler Perry, notwithstanding, sure. Tyler Perry, okay. 
Tyler Perry is too smart to get involved in Georgia politics. <laughs> that's correct. That's for sure. Well, he's too – how do I put this? Because this is, again, we're on a podcast. He's too smart to be led around by a nose ring by white guys who are Republicans, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. In fact, you don't even have to be on a podcast to say that one. <laughs> just, I think you'd say that just about anywhere, and it would, it would be true. I'll be, I'll be nice and use the term useful idiot. Because that's one that's hurled at liberals all the time. Britt, people either don't know or don't remember or it just isn't part that his connection to Trump is so insidiously horrible because it started, you know, when Herschel Walker became a an early employee of Donald Trump when Trump uh, owned the New Jersey generals of the United States football league. And he paid Herschel Walker a ton of money. And at that moment you had the slave master relationship Mm -hmm. in its modern form. Oh yeah. He's a real slave. He's making a million dollars. That's not the point. You get the point. (laughs) And it continued all these years. All these years. I don't know whether Herschel Walker ever did a couple years as a greeter at uh, the Taj Mahal Casino in Atlantic City. That's that's a usual stopping off point for uh, uh, complete morons who who can't do anything else uh, with their lives after their sports days are over. And I would extend that out to everyone from Mickey Mantle to to Joe Lewis to they they all did it. Right. Yeah. I don't know whether Herschel Walker ever did that. But uh, when Trump tagged him, uh, put the magic touch on his head a couple years ago and said that he should run and the rest of the Georgia Republican Party just melted away and said, uh, we can't do any better than this. Okay, if Don, you say Herschel Walker, that's just fine with us. This proves we're not racist. Yeah, this proves that that we're not. We're going to go ahead and nominate the most illiterate, least qualified, dumbest, most mentally ill, most mentally incompetent human being we can. Look, we're not racist. And as a bonus, yeah, he will exhibit all of the stereotypical dumb, black, strong, muscular, sexually insatiable, animalistic tendencies that white people in the South have used against black people forever say it forever yeah for centuries i mean I, i'll say i'll say it again you can do the turnaround game on this one if you want to if if the reverend warnock had it had been found out that he had impregnated all of these women and had driven them to get abortions do you think this story would be covered the same way that it is do you think in any way shape or form and then he just lied and said, no, show me the check. And then, okay, here's the check. Well, I didn't know I was writing a check for. I just wrote a check. Well, well, hang on. This is a real interesting exercise because had it been the Democrat, in this case, Reverend Warnock, he would not have been anti-abortion, okay, right during his life. Not that what Herschel Walker did in terms of making his girlfriends get abortions, that goes on all the time. And it wasn't illegal what he did. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. Although Republicans should be saying that based on what they want the law to be to make what Herschel Walker did in the past 
wholly illegal because remember what they want to do is pass those texas style laws across the country state by state because of course it's important that states pass shitty laws but <laughs> lindsey graham will help you out he'll come up with an, a blanket umbrella law for the whole country but remember yeah. herschel walker by the modern definition of what texas has done aided and abetted an abortion so he's yeah. as guilty as the the uh, mother who aborted the child who should be in prison as should the doctor who performed the abortion who should be in prison and the nurses on on site and everyone else involved with it so there would be that slight bit of of difference but obviously that doesn't matter because they're overlooking the hypocrisy of course of of what Herschel Walker did in but light the unsightliness, of the unsightliness of of a, of a guy like Lindsey Graham with his syrupy ass Southern accent. Try look at my boy. Can't you see my boy? We ain't racist. Look at my boy. I mean, it's 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 disgusting. <laughs> Lindsey Graham wishes he could have impregnated someone so that he could. Uh, yeah. Pay for their abortion. How many abortions ago, have you but paid that was for? not likely to have ever happened. Yes, yeah, Senator Graham, have you ever sat in the parking lot and, and flipped through a copy of, I don't know, Playgirl while you were getting somebody in a Never mind. Playgirl. Playgirl. Um, so that that's that's my apology. And, and sometimes you just. It's appropriate. You got a little over your skis on that one. I'm glad you pulled it back in. By the way, there was another huge, huge apology this morning on TV. I don't know how many people saw it. I don't even know if this made the news or whether it made some of the sites that we look at. But I've never, ever seen Jim Cramer as contrite and upset with himself in a public apology mode as he was today regarding Meta, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, wow. He was just beside himself with how could I have fallen for it? Why did I? Why was I taken in by him? Why? And of course, what he was really saying was to uh, everyone that went along and owned the stock or or went with Zuckerberg and has lost a lot of money. The stock's all time high was three hundred eighty, only uh, about fourteen months ago. 380 yeah. it's at it's at 100 today so uh, back of the envelope estimate there, that's about a 75 percent drop in the value and it's the largest drop in value of a company ever and, and it's just because there are other million. there are other platforms like tiktok that have been pulling eyeballs TikTok, well, away tiktok's and... cleaned their clock yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's a good one sir <laughs> And now but, I still have a lot of doubts about TikTok. I don't have it on my phone. But, I see some of the stuff through Reels. This is not uh, this is I, not a TikTok I, thing, though, Britt. This well, is not but I, I'm just going to tell you that I think that the permissions and some of the stuff on there is, like, bad, even based on privacy issues for, for regular social media. Oh, I, I, I think the shit they allow is ridiculous. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not questioning that for a second. Um, but, you know, TikTok in and of it has not been the, the, uh, the issue here the last year, per se. They, they still made plenty of money 28 billion dollars last quarter you know they're, they're still they're a little light little light but but not by much but the growth it, it's the growth it's right? the metaverse bullshit <laughs> that's all it is he <laughs> changed the name of facebook to meta and mark zuckerberg smarter than you and me said fuck i don't care what it takes i'm gonna spend 
three, four, five, ten billion dollars. I don't care what it costs. Everyone's going to the metaverse. You go to the metaverse. You go to the metaverse. We're going to all go to the metaverse. And it's going to be the biggest thing ever. And I don't care. Let's hire another 20,000 people. We'll all work on the metaverse together. That's what did it. And (laughs) at this moment in time, maybe it's changed in the last hour, he is not in the mood to listen to anybody except himself. And the problem with Facebook as a uh, company and as a stock now, people have known this, but you've always been able to overlook it as long as they're doing well and making more money is he is as close to being um, President Xi of Facebook. Wow. Unquestioned. Wow. No one can tell him anything. He wow. is the majority owner of the stuff. He, he's in full control. There is no board of directors to say, Mark, you need to know. So that's always a problem, except when it isn't, when things are going well. But now, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I am not, by the way, for the record, an owner of Facebook stock. No, but you do own some WWE stock, right? I do own WWE, which has done quite well the last few months. I'm very proud of that. Brad bought his stock right after Vince McMahon was ousted. And since Vince McMahon was canned, the stock is up about 20%. So what does that tell you? That tells you that, that uh, A, he probably wasn't, as, wasn't running it as closely as you might have thought. And, well, I've, yeah. yeah. I've, and, said this, I've said this many times. 1987, Vince McMahon was not – you know, I, I said this about, about Al Davis. 1986, Al Davis was not 2005 Al Davis. Right. Same thing with Vince McMahon. 1984, Vince McMahon was not 2022 Vince McMahon. They were not the same guy. Right. Right. And they do have Um, money coming in. By the way, some of that's going to be blood money from Saudi Arabia. If you want to go ahead and get your Peacock subscription up to date, you can watch that one week from Saturday live from Riyadh. It's blood money live from WWE on Peacock. Thank you very much. Oh, Oh, so when Jared Kushner goes over there and makes a lot of money, you don't say anything. He can do it, right? Since you, you mentioned, since you mentioned Jim Cramer, some new statistics. It looks like uh, the U.S. economy bouncing back slightly last quarter after shrinking in the first half of the year. It looks like we're on pace right now for a 2.6% GDP. That's the annual growth, not for this quarter. Now, give me just a moment because there's it's being played in a lot of ways. This is what they said on CNBC at the time. Looks like uh, It doesn't look like we're in a recession. Could be a soft landing. I understand that this doesn't matter to you if you're going to the grocery store to get mayonnaise this afternoon and the mayonnaise is 40% higher than it was a year ago. I understand that. I understand that if you want to buy a house and you're looking at a mortgage of 7%, whereas eight months ago, that same mortgage was two and a half or three, I understand that this doesn't matter. But this is what I want to say to my fellow Democrats, to my fellow folks on the left. There was a football game a couple of weeks ago in Knoxville, Tennessee, where the Tennessee Volunteers uh, beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. Did you happen to see the final uh, play of that game where the field goal was kicked at the gun, as they used to say, for Tennessee to beat Alabama? Did you see the field goal? I did, I did. Was it not one of the ugliest field goals that you've ever seen in your entire life to win a football game? Yeah, pretty bad. Would, did, did the Tennessee Volunteers and their team go, you know, we're not going to take that? That, that barely went in. It sucked. Alabama, you win. I'm just saying as Democrats, let's take the win. 
right? Let's just take this. This is good news. It's not the best news. It doesn't mean we're out of the woods. Yes, my port, my 401k, my 457 is down 20 whatever percent this year. It's still a win. Let's take the win, Brad. That's what I'm telling you. Well, it, it, it's not so much as, as that. It's just we're in this world where if the news is shitty, the Republicans shove it up the Democrats' ass. And if the news is good, the Democrats don't know how to exploit it, even if it is the equivalent of an out-of-context remark, okay? Because a, a one-time 2.6, it, it, doesn't, it really doesn't mean anything, but it would mean a lot more in the negative sense if it was down. That's oh, right. my God, it would be three quarters in a row, end of the world, this is Joe Biden's account, right? So the bias is so against the Democrats here because at every debate, and I've watched enough of them, watched ones in North Carolina, I've watched the Pennsylvania debate, I watched the Arizona debate, I mean, I've watched all these debates, and not one Republican, none of these politicians or would-be politicians or election-denying politicians who want to be in a position to destroy our country and who are Republicans, and for some reason, and I'll get to this in a moment, um, somehow are getting a pass on that part of their resume. But not one of them has any kind of concrete answer when a moderator at a debate says, what would you do to help cure inflation if you were elected, which it's, it sounds like it's a simple question, but technically it's a gotcha question because there is no answer to it because individual senators have nothing to fucking do with inflation. No. Okay. And by the way, while I'm at it, if you do not mind, individual senators have nothing to do with the crime rate in your state or in your neighborhood. Correct. So for instance, where we live, it could be, Somewhere else, if you're not in North Carolina and there's some kind of a Senate race going on. Um, the Democratic candidate in our state for Senate is being pounded for being, quote, unquote, soft on crime. Mm -hmm. OK, uh, she lets rapists out of prison. She's right. for no cash bail for all the things, you know, the list. It's all over the place. And then, again, they put the word liberal up in big red letters the size of the Empire State Building on the screen. Um, of course, a U.S. – you know what? I would almost excuse that kind of bullshit if it was the governor's race. Governors have a little bit more to say right. about criminal law – criminal statutes and the direction that a state conducts itself in terms of police power. But, but she was U.S. A senators, nothing, nothing. But the only thing, the only thing is we're going to vote for gun control or against yeah. gun. That's about it. But she was a, she was a judge and she would Uber rapists over to kids' houses. Right. And so the, the, the bias here, the, the setup in the country is, is so against 
Democrats because the language has been perverted That's and right. it has been pounded for as long as you and I have been alive. This is what they do. It's their lifetime project, the Republicans. And when uh, when you're weary, when things are small, when you got nothing to say, just pull out the old bullshit. Go to the, go to the standards. Race bait. Talk about immigration. That's a that's a racial. The, 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 they're all they're all stand-ins for that at a certain point. And as far as the uh, economics of the country go right now, if a Democrat dares answer, how what would you do to uh, solve inflation when they're asked at a fucking debate? Which are they're not debates. None of them are debates. But okay. Um. What would you do if the Democrat says, well, individual politicians have no control over the price of bread at the store, nor do we have control over the price of gasoline? In fact, not even a president has that. Uh, right now, the uh, only tool that is available is the interest rates that are uh, hiked or cut by the Federal Reserve, and they take time to take effect so i pass on the question you're not allowed to do that right you're, you're just not allowed to do that no. and that is the correct answer um and then all the republican has to say is well if they wouldn't have spent so much that's why because there's there's too much spending there's too much right. money in the economy right. did joe biden put money into the economy no uh that's that's a monetary policy that's been going on for a long time. And of course, all the quote unquote out of control spending you're talking about related to the pandemic and trying to save the economy. Who was president when that all started? Well, Who was it? Unfortunately. That was Trump. Oh, wait a minute. Brit, which president wanted to have his name on every check that went out yeah, right. so that he would get credit for saving the economy and putting $2,000? In every American's bank account. Which president was that, Britt? Uh, I think that was uh, the, the stupid fat one who got COVID and, and did a lap around the hospital to that would be wave to You're his right. people. You're right. But doesn't matter if you say that, right? Facts mean no. nothing. Facts, Facts mean, mean nothing. nothing. They do not override the little sticker on a gas pump now that says, thanks, Biden, or whatever. I do still I do still get a, a, a real kick out of trolling people and talking about the money to Reopen the speedway at North Wilkesboro came from Joe Biden and Roy Cooper. People, people fight that. Oh my God, left and right. Every time I get a chance, they're so great. They're going to do this at that North Wilkesboro. NASCAR is back. Wait, and wait a what, what, what is their answer to that? They're like, no, that's not true. You're fucking lying. And I go, well, it's here. It was the um, this act. And what, then Roy was Cooper. it in Humpy Wheeler's will? No, it was the, the board of commissioners up in Wilkesboro. Yeah. Yeah, they had 20 million sitting around there, right? But <laughs> and then I, you, I, I guess the uh, the meth crop was good this year. And then I think one one guy goes, well, that was just for the pipes, for the bathroom and stuff. Motherfucker, if that stuff doesn't work and people can't shit, they can't race that. Jesus Christ, you dumbasses. I love pointing that out every now and again. It's one of my great troll jobs of pointing out how Joe Biden and Roy Cooper are directly responsible for reop reopening that track. Hmm. All right, I got a couple so more here. Take, take, take a run at one of these. Uh, how about a nice, warm Confederate flag story? Sure. Or another one of Don's children bites the dust and heads to the can. 
Oh, boy. Uh, give me the Confederate flag thing first. All right. Uh, Spartanburg County, South Carolina. Hello. Oh. We have a giant Confederate flag flying along I-85 in Spartanburg County. Uh, Fox News did some checking there and found that the Confederate flag is owned by the Sons of Confederate Veterans. Who would have thought? <laughs> now, while flying the Confederate flag is not illegal, the uh, leader of Spartanburg County, David Britt, said there is a 1999 land use ordinance that says regula regulatory access demands that flagpoles be on a property where there is no principal use. Nope, can't do it. Let me read this another way. Regul regulates accessory uses. Flag uh, here's the point. You can't just stick a flagpole if you don't have a house or a business or it's worded badly. It's not that I, I really can read. Well, they've uh, been especially sensitive about the Confederate flag ever since Dylan Roof went into a black church and murdered a bunch of people inspired by, you know, Confederates. Right, this was, you know, this was even before that. This but was, the, but the been, point that, is you just, you just can't got, go stick one somewhere. It's got to be what, that's on what, your own property. That's what got Nikki Haley to finally take the goddamn thing down in Columbia. Right was that murder of those people in that church. Right. Uh, uh, Mr. Britt says a flagpole without a principal, like a house or business, not allowed in Spartanburg County. The sons of Confederate veterans have been cited. They have been ticketed. And they have 20 days to either take the flagpole down or get a permit for a principal use of the property. What would that be? Oh, we have Klan meetings every Thursday. <laughs> we do. Uh, so I guess it. there is a use for it so we can put up a flag. So I want you to just listen to the dripping arrogance and pointlessness of their statement. Oh, my God, you won't believe this. <laughs> I do love it. I can do you, love it. Can you that. whistle Dixie while I'm while I'm, I'm doing this? I'd rather not. I'm, I'm good to go now. All right. Uh, let's see. On the Ken Burns thing, who... Who did the uh, who did the Southern uh, voice when they would was read the letter? Was that Shelby Foote? Was that the great? Uh, okay, Southern, yeah, Shelby yeah. Foote? In Petersburg, Virginia, <laughs> the July thirtieth, eighteen sixty four, pre dawn stillness was shattered by a massive explosion opening the Union attack upon Confederate defenses. The Battle of the Crater ensued, and by the end of the day, Spartanburg County lost more men in a single day of war than she had ever before. Mm -hmm. That explosion was underneath the 18th and 22nd South Carolina regiments. These units, mostly from the upstate of South Carolina, experienced immediate and devastating losses. At the end of the day, only one man answered the roll call from the 18th South Carolina Infantry Company A, only two from the 22nd South Carolina Infantry Company B, and two. only three from 22nd South Carolina Company C. Now, remember, this is their answer. <laughs> this is their answer to you're not supposed to have a fucking flagpole with a Confederate flag on it. The Adam Washington Ballinger Camp 68 of the Sons of Confederate Veterans recently erected a large flagpole on its property along I-85 for the purpose of remembering and honoring those soldiers who answered the call of South Carolina during the war between the states. Remember, it's still the war between the states there and never returned. More than 250 of them were killed instantly by this one union offense. Or is it offense? Which is it when the it's word offensive. is offensive? It definitely is offensive. 
Yeah, but it's an offense. To, okay. These soldiers killed in action or missing in action gave their all to their beloved state. We remember and honor them by flying a variety of historical flags under which they fought, including the flag of the state of South Carolina that flew on the pole for the past months. Camp 68 is currently flying the Confederate Naval Jack and will continue to alternate the flags that it flies. The camp looks forward to providing an array of historical flags and hopes that their presence spurs further interest of our citizens in the rich history of Spartanburg County and South Carolina. Now, you'll notice that they don't address the fact that they they broke the law. They're not. In, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really say it anything. It doesn't anything, no. matter. No. I mean, it, that actually lines up with, for instance, every, every time a Trump lawyer writes a response yeah. to the Justice Department, what do they always say? They say nothing no. that is a real defense. They usually just attack it's always a diatribe of like, well, the, we know that the fake news is always attacking you, blah, 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 blah. It's never anything that's so based in any their answer that they're not supposed to fly the flag there is, do you know what happened here in uh, 1860? Don't you know that? No, that's not. The, I didn't ask you that. That wasn't the question. <laughs> it's like the, the woman asked the guy, where were you until three o'clock last night? Do you know when we were married 20 odd years ago, I was the happiest man in the world. And I started crying right there at the altar. Well, that, that wasn't what I asked you. Uh, and you know what? This is actually is a. It's not directly related, but it's it kind of in the same neighborhood. This is the uh, the other story. Another one of Don's children bites the dust. Yeah, let me hear this one. And heads to the can. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is a federal judge. You've heard her name over the years. She's pretty uh, pretty famous up there. Judge Amy Berman Jackson. Today, Thursday, as we speak, uh, just pounding on a convicted Capitol rioter from uh, January 6th, whose name was, I swear this is his name, Albuquerque Head, H-E-A-D. And she slapped him with a, you ready, 90-month prison sentence. 90 months. It's almost eight years, I do believe, if my math is correct. Uh, this is the guy who was caught on video dragging Officer Michael Fanone, who, you know, He's the all-time stand-up guy in this, right? You see right. him everywhere, and for good reason. He is He's a great American, Officer officer Fernand. But this is the guy who dragged him into the mob where he was beaten by the other Trump supporters. Uh, this guy tried to tell the court that he was trying to protect Fernand. You mm -hmm. like that one? Mm -hmm. is, is that a good one? Mm -hmm. You like that? Even though he's on video saying, I got one. When he dragged Fanon into the crowd where they beat the shit out of him. Judge Jackson wasn't buying it. He was your prey. He was your trophy. He was protecting the very essence of democracy, the peaceful transfer of power after a democratic election. He was protecting America. That's who Officer Fanon was. That's what Officer Fanon was doing. You made choices over and over again to go after him and not disengage. Judge Jackson then warned the court that the forces that encouraged Head and his fellow Trump supporters to storm the Capitol were still alive and well. Don't you know it? The dark shadow of tyranny, unfortunately, has not gone away. Some people are directing their vitriol at Officer Fanon and not at the people who summoned the mob in the first place. Hmm. Who could that be, Britt? Who could that be? <laughs> it's hard to say. It's really hard right. to say. She then gave 
Mr. Head, Mr. Albuquerque Head. Al. Hey, Al. Seven and a half years in jail, which we note is the second longest prison sentence yet given out in a January 6th case. Case closed. Boom. See you later, buddy. Woo. I was just trying to protect him, Britt. I was just trying to protect him. And when he says, I got one, he means I got a hero to protect. That's what yes. he meant to say. That's what exactly. he was saying. You know, you can't be fooled. <laughs> you cannot You cannot be fooled. Um, with, with, with that in mind, uh, I want one more thing here. Uh, because uh, they, they – uh, they found, I think, who, who did, I think Business Insider got a hold of the uh, questionnaire that they used to screen jurors in the uh, Trump Organization trial in New York City, in New York City. And uh, these, are, these are questions that you would think uh, would you know, try to help ferret out people who would be too prejudiced to give Donald Trump's organization a fair trial. Uh, these included, do you have a relative, a close friend, or any experience or interaction with the criminal justice system that would prevent you from being a fair and impartial juror in this case? That seems like a reasonable thing to ask. Or do you have any strong opinions or firmly held beliefs about former President Trump, either positive or negative? Now, of course, if you stop there, everybody has that. But then they say, would that interfere with your ability to be a fair and impartial juror? I mean, to me, that's equivalent to you know, if a referee in the NFL grew up in uh, Wisconsin and was a Green Bay fan, uh, uh, referee, are you able to, to uh, referee the Green Bay New England game and give a yes? Of course I am. I'm a professional. I can put out everything and we always believe that, right? Well, guess what, Britt? I've uh, found some of the questions that they they did not ask the jurors that I think they should have. Would you like to hear them? Sure. Yeah. If, if you happen to have those handy, sure. Why not? I, have, I, I do. Uh, right here. We're so lucky that you just have those right there. We do. I mean, those, those are good. They, they help. But yeah. Can a president declassify any material he wants by, quote, just thinking about it? You <laughs> see, you have to answer that. Have you ever watched a Stormy Daniels video? <laughs> a whole video or just a clip? And the clips have to be under seven minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. I'm told that's kind of a kind of an average uh, seven minutes and 30 seconds is that free ride by edgar winter how, how long is that Seven thirty. i don't no, even know are you or any members of your family proud graduates of trump university you you need to know that if because they might be does donald trump personally owe you money for something anything <laughs> was january 6 2021 i like this one was January 6, 2021, in your opinion, more akin to December 7, 1941, September 11, 2001, or July 4, 1776? I think that would be a big tell, don't you think? Probably. You might be. Um, have you been vaccinated at least once for protection against the ravages of COVID? If not, have you ever referred to COVID as Kung Flu, the China virus, or merely a hoax being used as a cover to control the population. I had forgotten about the Kung Flu. <laughs> and uh, the last one, when you hear the word patriots, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? A, George Washington crossing the Delaware. B, a professional football team. Or C, a heroic storming of the Capitol to stop the peaceful transfer of power by citizens. Those are the questions that I think would guarantee 
a fair jury for the Trump organization. Which, uh, wow. <laughs> wow. But I mean, apparently they already uh, they already got seven who who passed on Wednesday. So they're on their way. They might already be uh, uh, have the dance card filled out by now. But of course, if they would have asked some of these, it'd be wholly different. Yeah. Don't you Spoiler think? alert. If they find him guilty, he's going to say the jury is corrupt. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. I know it's going to shock you to death. Wow, wow, wow. Way, way to go out on a limb. I know. 